0: My name is Stuart Leakes and I'm talking to the director Tim Albury who is staging the first production in Opera autumn season of Puccini's uh, Madame Our Butterfly. Um, and this is one of the most frequently performed operas uh, of all time. Um, and of course, for that reason, it's, uh, it's a great first opera for a lot of people. Um, so it might be worth for people who don't know it, uh, Tim, Sketching in the story for us.
1: Yes, it's it's a very very simple story. Uh, American naval officer is in Japan, where at the sort of turn of the twentieth century, uh, early twentieth century, and he represents um, this colonizing force, this America that goes out and buys up, controls, owns any part of the world that it fancies, um, and he decides to get married to a geisha a young very young 16 year old girl that um he's been introduced to and he decides he's fallen in love with and he will marry her and we know from a conversation he has uh with another fellow american that his heart is in it but in an incredibly shallow sort of way it's a romantic notion it's another culture she's incredibly enticing and pretty and beautiful and um But he even says to his friend it'll last as long as it lasts so we know from the off that he's not totally committed Mm -hmm. she arrives they marry Uh, by the end of the first half they have gone to bed together and they've had a beautiful duet and clearly it's fantastic and we sense that she, although it's a financial transaction because she and her family have no money and that's why she's marrying him, to give herself and her family financial security, that she has made a kind of more than superficial commitment to him. The next act is some years later, he has gone promising to come back, gone off on his job as a naval officer, promising to return, She is waiting for him to return, they've had a child A little child three or four years old and she's waiting and waiting and waiting and of course he is never coming back and um, Sharpless who is the other American who's the local consul for the Americans turns up with the letter that Pinkerton sent him to tell her that you know what I'm not coming back Um, and then of course he does come back because his ship has been sent there again and comes but he's brought with him his new all-American wife and uh, it breaks her heart, and she kills herself. So, given that that's a pretty bleak
0: story, why do you, why do you think it's achieved such an enormous popularity? Because actually, it wasn't a success, was it, when it was first staged? It was, it was a famous fiasco, in fact.
1: Yes, I, I, I suspect... Well, there are lots of reasons. First of all, of course, it's got fantastic music um, that sometimes borders on, as it always does with Puccini, the extremely sentimental, but somehow it's always pulled back by the fact that around this sort of sentimentality of her love for him and the hopelessness of it, there's a kind of slightly cynical, acerbic kind of view of this particular American and of her naivety so that it's always rescued from wallowing in sugar whilst giving you enough sugar that it's incredibly enticing Um, I think those are the sort of... and also it's the clash of two cultures which I suppose has always been a kind of story that people enjoy this kind of very rigid hierarchical Japanese world where everyone knows their place and it's full of little rules of social behavior and this American who doesn't understand any of these rules And that's certainly something we try to show up in the production, that he, um, Pinkerton, the the American, is, we play him very, very uh, relaxed, busy breaking all these social rules of Japan that he doesn't understand and could care less about. And at one level it's incredibly disrespectful of the culture and something that we'd be horrified by now, if you like, but we try to suggest that for her it's an incredible sort of release and delight to meet this man who she finds shocking to start with because he's so kind of unexpected and disrespectful but he's witty and he's charming and he's amusing and delighted by her and so it's the otherness in him that she falls in love with just as it's the otherness in her that he thinks he's fallen in love with and of course we know that these cultural cross-cultural relationships can sometimes be really difficult because there are underneath them incredibly big differences, so much so that her commitment to her, him leads her to kill herself, because not only is it a romantic gesture, but also her honor and everything has been stained by it, so there's a kind of harakiri involved in it as well. So that's kind of what started out, starts off as a lighthearted adventure for him, ends in tragedy for both of them.
0: So, to come back to the music, um, yeah. and as, as you said uh, you know it 's uh, it's, uh, it's a fantastic score and it's it 's fantastic at creating atmosphere as well. I listen yes. it actually in particular. I think of the nighttime vigil, oh. for instance, yeah. which is yeah. uh, extraordinary, the very famous humming chorus. but um, could you just choose one difficult to do but one highlight mm. from mm. the score? Well, I suppose uh, in terms
1: of a standalone piece of music that you could listen to on its own, this is the moment when in the second half when Butterfly is with her maid, her ever-faithful maid, the only person who stood by her, um, Suzuki, and and, uh, she imagines him returning, one fine day it starts, and she basically describes to her maid what it will be like, you know, I'll be standing there on the veranda of the house and I'll look down the hill and I'll see him coming up towards me and then I'll be, I'll be nervous and shy but also playful and I'll hide and then I'll come out and he'll be surprised and he'll greet me and he'll hug me and so it's a sort of wonderfully beautiful construction of this romantic ideal of this man of course we as we listen to it know that it's a fantasy so it's extremely beautiful and beautifully painted in in its colours and its view of this arrival and it would be sentimental if we didn't know yes. that it's, the it's, that it's irony, a complete it the fantasy. So, so you have this extraordinary, beautiful, shimmering vision of their reunion um, that is constantly in your head being undercut by what you know is the reality of the situation. So I suppose if I had to choose, that would be my piece of music.
0: Tim, thank you very much. It's a pleasure.